bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people... Up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. Entrepreneurship Tuesday on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is powered by We Energies, energy you can depend on. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. This is probably one of my, okay, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's my favorite time of the month because we talk about entrepreneurship. Uh, sorry, Northwestern Mutual. I love y'all, but, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, but then again, if you tie those two things together, you can actually make um, those two click because then you can insure your business with Northwestern Mutual. I'm just saying. So We Energies is kind enough to allow us to have the um, ability to power what we talk about every fourth Tuesday of the month. And today I'm kind of excited because... Today, I'm going to talk about something that I know absolutely positively nothing about. So we've got two great guests today, two women of Milwaukee, from Milwaukee, who are doing great things. We've got Valencia Lynn on. How are you, Valencia? I am great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I think that that you do something that I've always been enamored with, right? Like looked at from afar because I could <laughs> never do it because I'm never going to wear fake nails, Right. Or I'm never going to get a beauty consult, right? Because I'm, I'm not pretty. But you do something because I saw where I never thought about, um, I, I just think nail tech, right? But there's so much more to beauty and there's so much more to skin. There's so much more that we always fail when it comes to hair or when it comes to um you know, put stuff over your eyes. See, I don't even know the name of it because I don't use it. You know, mascara and all that stuff. But you make a woman's hands look beautiful. Can you tell us something about you 
and growing up in Milwaukee and just really how you, what sparked your interest in creating Valencia Lynn? Okay. Well, first you can get beauty services. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You can get manicures and pedicures and facials and whatever beauty services that you like. So, you can also receive those services, sir. <laughs> but but my, my question is under, do we really equate beauty in men? Or, or is that just me? Uh, well, I do. And I think uh, a lot more men are um, trying to get into the pampering themselves. Um, it, it, there is a stigma, especially with black men, that, oh, I don't do that. Or that's not, the, I'm not that type of guy. But actually, women love that. We love when men pamper themselves or, you know, clean themselves up and get these services. Uh-oh, I think she said something. Uh-oh. So I can clean myself Uh-oh. up. And, wait a minute. Are you insinuating <laughs> that men don't clean themselves up? Like, what's up with that? No, no. No, not at all. <laughs> but, you, you know, um, it's fine to get a nice manicure and a pedicure. You know, mm-hmm. take care of your feet. But things like that, take care of your hands. You deserve soft hands and soft feet um, and soft skin. You know, there's a lot of toxins that we put into our bodies that mm-hmm. um, in, the, in the beauty industry can bring those toxins out. For instance, a facial can purge the skin and, and get rid of those toxins so you're a nice fresh layer of skin uh, appears. Wow. You get what I'm saying? I get you know, what you're with, saying. Without just the regular of uh, face washing of mm-hmm. just, oh, I'm just going to throw some water on my face. No, come and get those services. A lot of services like microdermabrasion brings the dead skin up. Um, and you'll be surprised at how much dead skin that we have on our faces and that we're not um, scrubbing away properly. So how much training does it take to become to, to do what you do, to have an actual beauty bar? So I'm actually a um, licensed manicurist and licensed esthetician in the state of Wisconsin. Um, for As a nail tech, school was three months, and I went to school over 20 years ago um, for nails. And during the pandemic, I actually went back to school for my esthetician license, and that was about 10 months. And what was the second one? A licensed esthetician. Yes. What, what exactly is that? And I, so that is skincare, that ah. is facials, waxing, okay. those type of services. So what kind of stressors so, have been in your business that you've started? Like what, what were some of the issues that you've had to overcome? I know, I know COVID is one, but, but what, what other issues just being a black woman in business, what kind of issues did you have to overcome? Well, actually, COVID was my um, my catapult into becoming a business owner. Because of COVID, I mm-hmm. was able to um, open up my mind and say, oh, I can do something else. Or, you know, the pandemic brought about a, a certain uncertainty where we didn't know what was going to happen or what was going on. So all of these opportunities were available, especially to people of color, mm-hmm. if you took advantage of them. Wow. And for me, it was, oh, I can go back to school and learn another skill. And so for me, COVID, I hate to say it was a blessing in some ways for me. Okay. The, 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 the pandemic, you know, just by being at home and having that, that time to reset your mind and, and from the everyday mundane of, 
oh, I have to get up and go to work. I do this, I do this, I do that. You know, we were in the house for two months. <laughs> Literally, we couldn't go anywhere. So right. <laughs> during those two months, it was like, oh my goodness, what I can do this, I can do that. It's like, it was a brain refresher for myself. So when you talk so, about, um, oh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. go on. Go, no, go ahead. When, when, you, when, you, when you talk about what you had to go through with COVID and when you're in the house for two two months and having to deal with business and talking to people on the phone, email, all that stuff. How do you, how do you define your success then? Um, my success right now, it it has been an amazing two years actually. Um, with COVID, I had to do something out of the box and I started making press on nails. Um, these women wanted their nails done some way, shape, or form. So I started making press-on nails, um, offering little manicure and pedicure kits that I would send out to the clients that weren't able to, um, you know, come to the shop and get their nails done. So for me, um, as my success, it was just basically action. I had to put this all this stuff into action in a short amount of time, and it has taken off. And so with that, were there any stressors that came with that in terms of what did you ever like, think about the fact that you know, I might not make enough money this month or what? <laughs> um, no, during the pandemic, the beauty industry as always thrived and survived and will always be at, at the top of someone's mind. We always want to look good. I feel like when you look good, you feel good. Right. So, yeah. yeah. For me, it was not. It wasn't necessary. Like, oh my goodness, where I'm gonna, how I'm gonna sustain this or pay my bills. It was my text messages and inboxes were flooded with <laughs> people wanting services okay. those two months, and I'm like, I'm sorry, the state says I can't do anything. They were willing to come to my house. They were willing to pay triple. They were willing for me to come to their house. And I was just like, uh, no, we're going to abide by the law here. Wow. <laughs> so I, I didn't want to let them down. So I would give them um, tips. I know some other people did different Zoom classes and things to kind of show people right. how to do things at home. Right. But for me, I just went into creative mode. And, you know, I had all the time in the world those two months. So I just started making product, uh, products for my clients. And so, no, I, that was not a stressor for me. Um, the stress came after we were able to leave the home where, um, you know, we had to spray everything down and make sure we were six feet apart. So that was a lot of stress. Um, as of October 1st, actually, I'll be one year in business. And um, I'll just say this, as a new business owner, it is very stressful yeah. making sure you have your ducks in a row, you yeah. know, uh, professionally and um, all the legalities, everything. So that has been my only stressor with making sure I have all of my ducks in a row on that end. If someone wants to get in touch with you, how do we get in touch with Valencia Lynn Beauty oh, Bar? So you can, <laughs> you can find me. I am located inside of Sherman Phoenix in the lower level, and that's at 3536 West Fond du Lac Avenue. You can also contact me through my Instagram, which is Valencia Lynn Beauty Bar. Uh, my website is www.valencialinnbeautybar.com. Oh, you can call me at 414-249-1222. Okay. I have two more questions because people are harassing me on the talk and text line. 
you're in a business hub, right? You're in Sherman Phoenix. How do you feel or how yeah. does it make you feel being in a place where everyone in the entire structure is black? Oh, gosh. It's not everyone. So I say about 97% of us are black. You got, I you, love you, it. We're, you got to give me the other 3%. I mean, come on, 97%. <laughs> come on. Uh, well, <laughs> Uh, there's a Bloom Art Therapy. I don't think, well, some of the, I, I don't want to misspeak. Um, I believe one of the therapists for Bloom Art Therapy is black, but I know the other two are, ladies are white. But other than that, we're all black, yeah. Okay. And it's just amazing. We're family. We love on each other. We give each other advice. Um, we, we cry on each other's shoulders. When we feel like we can't make it, the other one will say, hey, no, that's not what we're doing. Come on, move forward. Yes, you can cry for two seconds, but after that, let's get to work. So I, I just love the Sherman Phoenix, and, um, and I love being a tenant there. All right, last question, I promise. What are, the, okay. what are the two or three things that every business owner needs to know? Because now it's been a year, and when you look back, you know, I know Ooh. you've had a couple of a couple of, you know, speed bumps, a couple of fences and a couple mm-hmm. of hills you had to climb. But what are the one or two? OK, OK, I'm lying. Give me the top three <laughs> things that every single business owner, no matter what it is, must know. So I, business insurance is number one. Make sure you have business insurance. My place flooded like in March and I did not have um, insurance. So <laughs> that was a a huge speed bump, but that I got over that. Um, just to have your finances together, separate your business from your personal. Trust me when I tell you separate it. Otherwise, you know, it's time to do tax taxes. It can be a lot of just a mess. <laughs> um, and, 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 and just follow your, your dreams and keep going. And if you have something that's in your head, that's keeping you up at night, get up and write it down. And I promise you'll go to sleep feeling better. And by the morning time, you can um, reassess and move forward and you'll get it accomplished. Those are my three. Thank you much. Valencia Lynn Beauty Bar. We want to thank you for being on the uh, We Energy's Entrepreneurship Tuesday uh, here on the new 1017 The Truth. If you're interested, go to Sherman Phoenix. She is in the lower level right there. And I think I'm going to be over there. Now, you do teeth whitening, too, right? Yes, I also does. I do teeth white. So see, there are things you can do, sir. Oh. You can come and get that smile so bright. Because I can just tell you're just beaming. You're just smiling from ear to ear. Just come and get your teeth whitened. She's a good salesperson. 60-minute session. She's a, uh, <laughs> I got to sit there an hour? Well, I guess if you're going to get them white, you know, I might have to sit there. Okay. All right. <laughs> just, just one hour. And they, just it, one you know, hour. it lasts for one to two years. All right. Valencia Lynn, Beauty Bar, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Entrepreneurship Tuesday on Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is powered by We Energies, energy you can depend on. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833 
1-7 is the number. We are in the middle of the We Energy's Entrepreneurship Tuesday, and I have even a second guest for you here, and I, I probably shouldn't let her on because I've known her for a number of years, and I get to harass her. Finally, I get to do one of those things that no one else does, and that's to harass you. How are you? I'm good, Dr. Ken. Thanks uh, for having me here. Okay. My guest today from <laughs> Katera Omnivision. Katera Omnivision, but we can go Katera for show. Katera is a uh, culture development and media company that helps independent creatives be seen and be heard. And so you do a lot of uh, strategy and branding and all sorts of kind of stuff like that in the city. And um, you've done some great things over the last few years, but I want to find out some stuff because I got like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, nine, ten, whatever. I got like 15 questions I'm going to ask you. Okay, let's do it. You sure? I'm sure. Oh, she, she ain't going to be sure. <laughs> she, she ain't going to be sure. She I'm gonna. ready. So how'd you grow up? First of all, tell us who you are. Tell us the name of your company and how you grew up in Milwaukee. So my name is Kenita Hickman. The name of my company is called Katera. And I grew up on the northwest side of Milwaukee. Okay. So I went to Rufus King, uh, raised by my mom. I got three sisters. Yeah. It's four, y'all? It's four. My daddy has four girls. My mama has oh. two. Woo! So. Loud. Yes. All K names. So, all K names. All K names. So somebody holler, hey, K. We're like, everybody in the house turn around. What? What's going on? And three of us have Ken, Ken as a as wow. a suffix. Well, Ken as is a, a pre- great it is. Ken as a prefix or suffix is like the best you can have. Which is why I've loved you from the beginning. All right. Yes. Ooh, I feel special. <laughs> so what was what was most memorable about you growing up in Milwaukee? Hmm. What is most memorable? Oh, my gosh. That question I was not ready for. I told um, you. <laughs> I just think growing up on the on the north side, I think, right. you know, my mom um, gave me a lot of pride about being a, a young black girl. And okay. so um, that's something that's memorable to me. And just all the opportunities I think that I had here in the city. Such as? Um, being a part of Strive Media Institute. Ah, there you go. There it so, is. So um, being a part of Marquette's, actually years ago Marquette had a journalism you program. graduated from Marquette? No, no, okay. no, no. All right. Let me be clear. I ain't graduated. But in high school, my freshman year. You went to Marquette. That's n- enough. No. You visited Marquette? I visited Marquette for okay. like two weeks. I'm just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they, so back in the day, they used to do a journalism right, program right. in the summer. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And so that's actually yeah. where I got my first byline. That's enough. Yeah. That's so enough. Um, a lot of opportunities, yeah. I think, in that regard as a youth, I haven't seen that same quantity of mm-hmm. opportunities as an adult. But. Well, the reason I say that is because there's so many institutions and entities in Milwaukee mm-hmm. that you don't have to, you know, I always explain, you don't have to graduate from college in order to benefit from college. That's and true. So you showed how just a two week span of learning your journalism skills mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. catapulted you to here. And so what sparked your interest in communications and dealing with creatives and all that stuff? So, um, at about age eight, I was diagnosed with a couple autoimmune disorders. So I was in a wheelchair for a few years Okay, and I transferred to, uh, Gensland elementary where, Mm -hmm. um, you had cognitively challenged students, physically challenged, and then like neighborhood kids. 
But my teacher, Miss Hildebrand, she had a writing and reading corner where we could go and create our own books. And so it was so much fun to just publish my own stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, my mom saved every book that I wrote. Of course. And that, um, that led me down this pathway of maybe writing is something that I can do. Okay. Yeah. So how did you plug into the black community? You know, you, you did the school piece, but mm-hmm. then you did the journalism touch at Marquette University. But then how how did you get plugged into the black community like you are today? I mean, I always been plugged in because he's my people. And so I think when I started, once I graduated um, high school, I really started working um, in the freelance space as a writer. Mm-hmm. And so writing about a lot of national and international um, hip hop and R&B artists. And I recognized that the rappers here in Milwaukee didn't have access to the same information I had. So how do you write a press kit? What's a good bio look like? And so I really started doing Mm -hmm. it for free for artists on the North side and word started to spread about this girl who will help you with your bio. Um, And so that, that was definitely a transition point for me. But besides doing all that, what did you hope to accomplish? Like, ultimately, you, you started this, you, you did the culture development, you did the, the media company piece, you did the strategy, you did the branding. But what's your ultimate goal? Like, a, a year after you retire, what is it you want people to say you did? I want folks to say that I created equity in the independent art space, especially for black artists, that I helped okay. create opportunities, that I helped them make money and that I helped them make money beyond the stage. All right. Mm-hmm. Kanita Hickman. Founder, owner, CEO, Grand Poobah <laughs> of Katera Omnivision. When we come back, we got some personal questions we're going to hit her up with. She didn't know, but I got some questions. Oh. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. We Energies Entrepreneurship Tuesday, right here on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017TheTruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. We have the you never told me your title. Are you the what? Grand Poobah of Katera? <laughs> owner what, and founder. Owner, owner and, and founder. founder. Okay, you're gonna be one of them people. Yes. I got nine titles. <laughs> owner, founder, grand poobah. We could also do extraordinary, grand poobah. Uh, I like okay, that. I'm just See, see how people I love to put that on able. LinkedIn. Black people just want to be everything. They just want to be everything. <laughs> I'm going to just do it all. <laughs> you ever see the link? I'm a, I'm a founder, co-owner. <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm a producer, director, writer. Da. Okay, come on, stop. I've worked so hard <laughs> not to do that. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. I just, I just. <laughs> our people, our people. I just, I got that on mine. My LinkedIn had like nine or ten different things, but it's, it's all, you know, basically it comes down to born to disrupt. So. You know, that's all it is. I love that. See, I did my own branding. I love that. Okay. Born to disrupt. 
Kanita Hickman, who is the owner and founder of Katera Omnivision, yes, um, does a lot of things in the community, does a lot of things. And we learn a lot about people, but now we're going to talk to you. Well, no, I got one more question before I start harassing you. Okay. What stress have you seen in your job, in your business? And, and I mean from two things, mm-hmm. financially and as a black woman. So I think as a black woman, the music industry in Milwaukee, I would say at the local level, um, it was a lot of black men um, who didn't necessarily want me at, in the space. Um, now, what made you think that? Um, they were saying it to oh, my artists. Okay. She should say how she feel. <laughs> they, were, they were emboldened. You should say how you really feel. Wow. Um, but at the higher level, right. at the institutional level, it, it's older white men. And so really trying to break through and create my own space was challenging. I would say financially, the stressor was how to pivot my business. Look, managing artists does not put money in the bank. You know what I'm saying? You do a show at... Um, what used to be company brewing, well, what is now company brewing used to be Stonefly. You know, your artist gets 150 at the door, you get 10, 15 percent, right? Like that's a, that's barely enough for me to supersize at McDonald's, right? So it was like, how do you? You can hit the dollar menu. Well, I can hit the dollar menu if I'm trying to buy for me and you know somebody's son. But if it's just me, I'm trying to ball out. I want the nine piece. Yes, ma'am. So, um, I think the the stressor for me was making that pivot. And when right, I went right. full time, I made that pivot to move from like a B to C where I was working with the artist directly to working B to B where mm-hmm. businesses were now paying me right. for access to artists. Um, to curate different events for them working with artists. Why do we call it curate now? Like what, what's the new, is that the new buzzword? That is the new buzzword. It's the curate. You're going to produce it. (laughs) Exactly. That's essentially what it is. Right. So finding, but also I think that there's, there's an aspect of finding the right group of artists for a particular event based on what neighborhood it's going to be in, based on what organization it is, based on what genres. So I, there is I think a a level of execution in terms of thinking about Mm -hmm. the wide group of artists and and kind of picking Mm -hmm. who's going to be the the best version of that. So, yeah. All right. You ready to roll? I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, You said that last time when I caught you. (laughs) You did catch me on question number two. uh, (laughs) I was supposed to catch you on like question number five. (laughs) Question number (sighs) two. I was like, oh, Lord, take me now. All right. You ready? I'm ready. What have you done recently for the first time? Oh, so um, I pitched to, I applied for a film incubator yesterday. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's something I did for the first time. Wow. Very cool. Apart from adding more time to your day, what would make the greatest difference in your life? Probably more naps. <laughs> Ooh, All right, we can go home now. Sometimes I just need to shut my eyes so I can collect my thoughts. Yes, that's true. All right, what one thing do you have to do every day? I have to watch Matlock and in the heat of the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Are you serious? Yes. Yes, nine. I don't start my work day till eleven because at nine I'm watching Matlock and at ten I'm watching In the Heat of the wow. Night. Listen, Detective <laughs> Tips. <laughs> General Hospital. Oh. Yep, every day. 
Really? Monday through Friday. Record it. That's the last thing I do before I go to bed. I would not have guessed People this. People say, I would, if I was you, I wouldn't do that. And I wouldn't. But I said, you know what? That's my vice. It's innocent. And I've been doing it since college in 1980s before most people were born. So if I was you, I'd be quiet. Yes. And it's my mother's fault because God rest her soul. She watched the soap operas every day. When I came home for lunch, she was watching them. So I watched them. Dr. Ken, one, I wouldn't have guessed this. But two, you're right. You deserve that and so much more because you give so much to the world. Yes. Watch General Hospital. She's pretty good, ain't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what's the first thing you do in the morning? Be reasonable. <laughs> yeah, affirmations. Okay. Affirmations. I have um, affirmations on my uh, my door nearest the bathroom. So I've got about 20 affirmations that I read. And looking at my vision board. What do you mean look at your vision board? I Don't look at it, it. I kind of breathe it in. Breathe it in. Okay. Who's your guru? Um, I think right now, Issa Rae and probably Byron Allen. Yeah, Byron is on, he's on mm-hmm. a streak right now. Mm-hmm. He's trying to, he's trying to move out, um, Bob Johnson out mm-hmm. of the way. Cause he's, he's doing a, he's doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. But I say Issa Rae because of mm-hmm. what her company, who Ray is developing right. and how she approached ownership or lack thereof of insecure to use that money to fund her company. Right. Hooray. Um, and I love that she's built so many legs for her company. That's how I envision Katera, except working exclusively with independent creatives. Okay. Um, <laughs> what in your wardrobe do you wear the most? Say that one more time. What in your wardrobe? I'm sorry. What clothes you be wearing every day? Mm, that you mm, that that mm. is your like thing you have to like like somebody in your family that sees you goes if i say that one more time <laughs> Ooh, i don't know i don't know what that is it used to be like one of the no it's not even a zip up onesie i'm a sucker for oh, a good well, sweater well, well, this is, uh, this is, i did i did, did have a zip up onesie but i gave that to the goodwill um you know what i'll tell you what it is right now it's my masks it's my masks I wear these every day, all the time. All the time. I'm stuck on the onesie. It's functional. It's like a Snuggie. It's like a Snuggie. <sighs> you zip it up. If you get hot, you can unzip it a little bit and just top sleeves. DZ say he got three onesies. That's functional right there. That's my I only kind. got one. That's my kind of- <laughs> <laughs> talking all that mess talking all that trash. I got pockets though. You know women, they don't be giving y'all pockets. I just don't understand that. What is it like? Why do we charge more money and give you less? I, I don't, and I don't and women that. love pockets. I don't get that. We enjoy pockets. I don't get that. And of course, what song is in your head right now has to be. Um, it was Pharrell Entrepreneur until you played it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I switched to Brothers Johnson Strawberry Letter Twenty Three. Oh, don't even tell me how old you, are. <laughs> you was hanging around somebody that was playing some music. That's real because we don't make that kind of music. No, you don't. And I remember listening to that record in my mom's house back in the day. And yeah, that's one of my favorite, all time favorite songs. Wow. Mm -hmm. Sound like you got a cool mom. My mom's pretty cool. All right. Last two questions. What can the teammates here at 1017 The Truth do for you? Like you got this whole radio piece right now. 
at 541 in the evening, mm-hmm. what can they do for you? Well, first, let me say, I think the truth has done so much for me. They've created space for me to come on today, but they've also created space for my clients to come on the air to talk about different projects that we've been working on. So um, you guys have already done so much. I would mm-hmm. say continuing your commitment to Katera to deepen our relationship together. That's that's what the truth can do for me. Continuing to create space to amplify black businesses, especially black women owned businesses is so key. Okay. Yeah. And anything you would like to add to the conversation? You can find me on Instagram at Katera Music, C-A-T-E-R-A Music. You can find me there. I've got an announcement coming up in the next week or so. So definitely tap in and I'm um, looking forward to hopefully meeting y'all on the other side. That's what I'm talking about. Katera Omnivision, Kanita Hickman. Congratulations on starting your great business. Thank you so very much for coming on the new 1017 The Truth. And again, how can people contact you? Absolutely. So Instagram, Katera Music. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Kenita Hickman. Do not come find me on Facebook because I will be shady and I will not accept different requests. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we Energy's Entrepreneurship Tuesday. I want to say thank you to Miss Lynn and we want to say thank you to Miss Hickman for brightening our day today giving us information on the power of black female entrepreneurship we appreciate you and hope you come back soon thank you Dr. Ken Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number of Valencia Lynn Beauty Bar in Sherman, Phoenix, and Kanita Hickman from Katera Omnivision, our guest this afternoon. Two powerful black women in the Milwaukee community who are doing it in business. 833-212-1017. I feel like we didn't talk about so much stuff today. I just pack up and go home. We didn't we didn't have a full show. But let me get back to this talking text line. Uh, da, 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 da. <clears throat> da, da, da. Elements. The elements and electric batter of electric batteries are found in Africa. That's why China's buying up the place while the United States is focusing on building up the military. Well, here's the thing. The the whole building up of the military is a thing where if you don't have a strong military, when China gets all those countries under their belt and they start turning against us, uh, we, we might need a strong military. There's never anything wrong with a strong military. That's just me. Uh, you don't have to go around lording it over people and harassing people and beating people up because you got a big military. But you can at least show some restraint, like the guy with the biggest gang never gets bothered. I'm just saying. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Southside Frank said, "Bought a brand." Let me let me roll back. Um, 
bought a brand new once. It was cool. I was prouder than a peacock. However, can as I age, I endeavor to focus on what truly brings me joy. Uh, my wife, my kids, he said, Heidi, my kids, my time outdoors and the Dr. Ken show. How I get there is less than secondary consideration. And see, Southside. For me, I agree with that. But that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy things in life. And that just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Right? Like one man's pleasure is another man's pain. Right? I'm not into pain. 833-212-1017 is the number. Steven Steven said, elect. Electric cars are not the answer by themselves. We need to invest in better mass transit to reduce reliance on personal vehicles. Nope. I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And I am not relying on something that's going to tell me when I can travel, when I can't and control my movement. So that ain't happening. But I feel you, Stephen. Um, And let me go back. Electric cars aren't the answer by themselves. We need to invest in better mass transit to reduce reliance on personal vehicles. I still don't understand why. And then renewable energy, if electric cars are being charged by a grid, relying on coal power plants, that is a much overall carbon reduction. Correct. But it may not be a coal power plant. It might be a nuclear power plant. Then what? The whole point of it is that you can't get rid of it. You don't have the capacity to get rid of it. So we should stop playing and start coming up with multiple alternatives, not just striking down one completely and then figure out what the heck we're going to do. It doesn't make any sense. It makes absolutely no sense. We're just mollycoddling uh, ridiculous things and following things that are that eventually are going to affect the black community first and the worst. And then what do we do? What do we do? We will be the only ones trying to wait for a car. Oh, no, we won't have cars. We'll be waiting for the bus. Oh, no, the buses. Well, we ran out of money because not enough of y'all riding the bus, and now you got to keep paying more and more and more and more. No, absolutely not. It comes down to if I want to drive a car, I'm driving a car. If I can afford to drive a car and pay for the gas, that's what I'm going to do. And if you don't like it, I don't care. Talking text line said, what the H-E double hockey sticks was that? A liberal's idea, it's technology moving forward, not a democratic idea. Democrats did not come up with the technology. A person did, not a party. No, I think what he was talking about was the the Green New Deal and some of the things. What's her name? What's Ocasio-Cortez's first name? I can't remember. Anyway, um that whole group that's trying to push this big agenda, but it's going to basically pillage communities because people that can't afford it will have to fall back on buses. And then the county and the city decides when you can go, when you can move, when business will be. No. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Okay. AOC. It, it, you, you, we have a right to do that ourselves. Um, It's not technology moving forward. It's people pushing technology to replace 
some things in life that are going to be detrimental to the black community, the white community, Hispanic community, and Asian community, and every other community in America. Slow down. Take your time. Look at it from multiple ways. Their way is not the only way that we can do this. That is not the only way that we can help America. If you really truly believe in global warming, that's not the only way to help it. But for some reason, we're hell-bent on doing it that way. And if, and if somebody has something to say about it, you're either racist or you don't believe in America, but then you do believe in America, as if a Democrat is the only person that's American. It's just, it's just ludicrous. But when it comes time to making money off of it, we're never the ones to make money. We're never the ones to get the uh, place who owns the, the, the solar panel company? Who owns the Tesla dealership? Who installs all the uh, electric charging stations? Right. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's always great technology. We're just never included. We're just never given an opportunity. We came up, Foxconn moves in, and the first place they went is Gateway. Not MATC, Gateway. I don't get it. Time is changing. Technology is taking over. Steven, Steven is very correct. That is very correct. I'm sorry, who said that? That was 414-688. I get it. But at some point, we have to recognize and realize that we have to be ready in order to move forward so that we can be included in all the things that are going on with technology. Talking Tech Science is awesome interview, laughing as I drive home. Thank you, Dr. K. And then um, 414-334 said... Uh, they should eliminate the use of private jets than gasoline vehicles. Why? Like, I don't really understand why we should do that. Let's get some real proof. I would love to get two sides, one pro, one con, scientists on global warming, because I don't think the impact of global warming is as deep and as treacherous as it is, because I've been hearing this for so long that the world's going to fall apart because of, right, the ice age is coming, never came. Then heat was going to come. And so by 1990s, we're going to be gone and burned up. Didn't happen. So I'm inclined to believe that I think somebody's just trying to start a new um, commodity. And. We do have issues with global warming. We do have issues with carbon emissions that we need to work on and make better. We have issues with trash, issues with all sorts of things. And we need to come together to make sure we take care of it. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Hey, want to remind you, tune in. 1017 The Truth Gridiron Game of the Week is this Friday. As the Martin Luther Spartans host the University School of Milwaukee Wildcats. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. That's Milwaukee Lutheran versus University School this Friday. The Truth Gridiron Game of the Week on the new 1017 The Truth, the Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. Presented by Gruber 
Law Offices, one of our founding partners here on the new 1017 The Truth. Like I said before, you can go to all those places and check out our rebroadcast of everything that goes on throughout the Truth Day. Tori Lowe shows up next. God bless. Take care. DZ, appreciate you, brother. Want to thank Valerie uh, Valencia Lynn. And I want to say thank you to Kanita Hickman for coming in and showing us what We Energy's Entrepreneurship Tuesday is all about. God bless. Take care. I'll see you in 22.